Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Rosalind Clark. Thank you for joining us at WEHG Mercury, a broadcast of hope. It has been 221 days since we came back on the air. Today we're, well, I was hoping Max would be back by now so, so he could give you the latest, but let me fill you in um, until he's able to get back. Jennifer Long over in Gibson Lighthouse signaled to us very early this morning, pretty much right at daybreak. She wasn't able to tell us much, but she said she'd seen something we might be interested in. Rather than going all the way over there, Max decided he'd try to check it out from here. Tell them what we're doing to get a better view. Yes, Agnes, I was getting to that. Listeners, Max O'Brien has gone to climb the radio tower to try and get a better view of the surrounding area. We had some heavy rain last night, so we're expecting the zombies to be extra agitated today, and we decided it wasn't a good idea to go venturing out today, but... He was insistent on checking out whatever Jennifer was pointing out to us. Oh, I think I hear him coming in now. What's wrong? You look pale. Nothing. I'm all, I'm all right. Um, I don't think I want to do that every day, especially not when it's windy. What did you see out there? I saw something. I didn't really know what I was seeing at first, but it's definitely very interesting, and it may have given me an idea... What kind of idea? The extra rain from last night has formed a few small, temporary streams in a field not far from here while it's draining out. And there are a couple of zombies trapped by it. Trapped? Yeah, there's this little kind of a U-shaped bend in the stream. And the zombies won't move out of the kind of little island it's created. Trapped? In an oxbow? Yes. The stream couldn't have been more than a few inches deep. The zombies could have walked right on out, but they didn't. So what does this mean, Dr. Clark? Well, we know the zombies could be stopped by large bodies of water, and they don't like dampness on their feet if they're not wearing shoes, but this suggests that it doesn't take much water at all to keep them at bay. And it means we know how we can defend ourselves better than just that flimsy fence out there. How? We can build a moat! Like a castle moat? Seriously? Seriously! Seriously? You heard it first, listeners. The best era in which to defend yourself against a zombie outbreak was the same era to be taken down by an infestation of rats. And don't forget about their armor. The zombies would have had a hard time biting through all that plate steel. Good point. And their weaponry was more readily available to remove zombie heads. Yes, I suppose living in the medieval era would have had its advantages, but in an extremely limited scope... But This could work! Maybe, but we need to focus on the most practical solutions first. You want to run out in plate armor and swing swords at the zombies? No! So what's wrong with a moat? Let's go down the list, shall we? While constructing it, we would be exposing ourselves to the zombies for hours on end every day. None of us are exactly built for that kind of hard labor that it would require, not to mention the engineering that none of us know how to do. You're proposing a massive undertaking that will take us weeks, if not months, to complete. How are you going to get the ground to hold the water? What if a zombie gets too close and breaks the side and ends up floating to our side of the moat? What if we had a dry spell and our water evaporates? Then the hours it would take to pour water in, it would all be wasted. I like this idea. Sure, it will take a while, but we can do it. And it will be for the listeners. If we can do this and prove that it works, then our listeners can adopt this idea and fortify themselves and everyone can be that much safer. Not to mention, we will be safer. Yes, if it works, we would be safer, but 
I don't know if either of you have thought about the practical side of this. I think that I have a pretty good idea. Okay, then. How about we end our broadcast for today by running through a quick how-to guide on building a moat? And we'll talk after about whether the three of us can actually pull this off. Well, that's fair. So where do we start? First, we have to dig the thing. We'd need good, solid shovels. Oh, no problem. The facility maintenance storage isn't far from the studio. And they'll have shovels, picks, buckets, and hopefully some plastic we can use to line the bottom. Okay, once we safely acquire the tools, next we must determine the dimensions of the moat. Well, both sides of the oxbow were only a few feet wide. So I suggest we dig a moat about mm, six feet wide to try to prevent any ambitious zombies from trying to leap over the water. And we should definitely dig it around the outside of the fence so that even if any of the dead do overcome their fear of water, they'll still have some trouble getting in. Even if we only dig one foot down, this is going to be a lot of digging, not to mention the water. I think I read once how moats were sometimes dug close enough to water sources that a simple trench would keep the moat filled constantly. All we have to do is dig one far enough that our moat is refilled every high tide. That's even more digging. And it's downhill to the shore. How are you going to get the water to come all the way up here? We can figure that out as we go along. As you point out, digging the trench will take a while. Fine. As if we don't have enough to do with just simple survival. So, we're seriously considering converting our radio station into a castle? With a moat and all! We can talk more about it off the air, but for now I think we've used enough fuel. Good point. Well, there you have it, folks. A new project for all of us. We'll keep you updated on how this is going. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, I'm Max O'Brien for Agnes Drew and Dr. Rosalind Clark. Take care of each other. <laughs>